Voice of St. Louis original podcast. All the news from across the St. Louis region today. It's the STL All Local Podcast from the Camo X Newsroom. Our top local story on this Tuesday, June 27th. More new prosecutors are signing up to help rebuild the office of former Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. This is Kevin Colleen outside the Circuit Attorney's Office. What was once called a rudderless ship of chaos under Kim Gardner as a new captain under Gabe Gore. And now many crew members are joining up. Eight federal prosecutors have taken the oath to work here in the state court system and concentrate on murder cases. This is eight for now, two more coming in the weeks ahead and more later this summer. And that's on top of a dozen other prosecutors who have joined the effort here in the past month. The rebuilding of the office that Kim Gardner left behind is beginning to look like an Amish barn raising with people coming from all over to help. A St. Louis police officer is recovering after overdosing this past weekend. Cam Wax has confirmed the overdose happened Saturday in a restroom in police headquarters at 19th and Olive. The officer, who was not in uniform at the time, was found unresponsive in the bathroom and had to be revived with Narcan several times. The department's public information office confirms to KMOX that an officer did experience a medical emergency, but they will not confirm that it was a drug overdose. They tell us the officer was hospitalized, but has since been released. Maria Kina, KMOX News. The final two public meetings about dealing with the $44 million budget deficit for St. Louis County are this week. Tonight, residents can go to the Oak Bend Library on Holmes Avenue starting at 630. County Executive Sam Page says people will be shown how to use an interactive budget tool. Interactive budget tool encourage residents to explore various budget scenarios and enables them to experience the complexities and trade-offs involved in budget planning. The county's budget begins in January, unlike most governmental budgets, which begin in July. The final meeting is set for Thursday evening at Grants View Library. Get ready for a hazy sky again. Here's KMOX meteorologist Dave Murray. Michael, the smoke and haze starting to come back into the picture as we go through the late afternoon and into the evening, and this will be around until Wednesday night. This is the smoke from the wildfires, again, from eastern Canada. The weather pattern just starting to drive it in again. And obviously, there's going to be reduced visibility. Sunset is going to be very murky. And we may even smell a little bit of smoke even on the ground level. So again, this will be with us into Wednesday night. The big propeller fans that move the night air at the Muni will be getting a workout this week as daytime temperatures are set to soar to 100 degrees Thursday and Friday. Muni Marketing Director Eric Pugh says in the old days, the fans were so noisy they could only run during intermission, but now... They go throughout the entire show creating a breeze, moving the air consistently. Um, You don't hear anything from it, and it definitely is a lot cooler. Pugh says the actor who wears the Harry Beast costume for Beauty and the Beast drinks a gallon of water during the day before each show. Girls in the audience this week have been dressing up in yellow costume dresses to look like the princess. Beauty and the Beast runs through Friday at the Muni. Well, what is the most Instagrammable national park? It's right here in downtown St. Louis. The website Places to Travel says it crunched hashtag data and the size of each national park to determine which one has the highest hashtags per acre. Even though Gateway Arch National Park is only 90 acres, it has 11 
1,221 hashtags on Instagram. Runner-up is Bryce Canyon National Park in Utah. Here's a guy trying to learn how to be a pedestrian in the city of St. Louis. Ex-LA resident Brian Adler trotted to Camo X to inform us of his journeys on trains, bikes, and on his feet downtown. He told Total Information AM that he didn't die while riding the Metrolink. I didn't have any close calls. Um, I felt very safe on the train, but I will say when I crossed Tucker at Olive, there was not a single pedestrian button, barely a crosswalk at all. Someone even hurled some curse words at him as he was walking along the street there. He says it's not the first time he's had to play Frogger. But it's still frustrating because it was clear that my life wasn't valued in this instance and was still in danger. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. An influential task force has recommended that all adults under the age of 65 be screened for anxiety. The U.S. Preventative Services Task Force summary said that at least one in 10 adults had mild anxiety in the last two weeks. More than one in 20 had moderate or severe anxiety in that time period. We've been focused on concerns about adolescents and teenagers, but now they're starting to say, as this recommendation is, we need to be tracking that all the way up to age 64, 65. Licensed professional counselor Brett Newcomb told Total Information AM. They feel a sense of doom, something bad's going to happen, and they don't know why, but they, they, they become obsessed with those feelings. Next time you go to the doctor, you can take a self-report survey. It's about seven questions, and it's meant to measure your anxiety. Newcomb says high scores might lead to medication, but moderate might mean you just need to get moving. Scott Jagow, KMOX News. The KMOX Business Desk, Illinois, is getting its own health insurance marketplace, like Obamacare, but on a state level. Senator Ann Gillespie authored the bill that was signed into law today, saying the Affordable Care Act lacks flexibility. We can tailor our efforts to meet the unique needs of our state's diverse population, crafting solutions that address specific challenges faced by the uninsured or underinsured communities in our state. Thirteen other states have their own health insurance marketplaces, which she says can protect against changes from the federal level. The state system won't start taking applications, though, until November 2025. As the news continues on KMOX, it's a big pay raise for St. Louis County Council members, but not until after the next election. The council voted unanimously today to double their pay from $20,000 a year to $40,000. Councilman Mark Harder noted their staggered terms will create a bit of an awkward situation. After 2025, we will have basically a two-tiered system of some council members making a lot more money than other council members going forward. Councilman Ernie Trakis notes that it might look bad. But what I'm talking about is the uh, optics of the council giving itself a raise when the county is clearly in a financial predicament. But he said the new rate of pay is still subpar, and the measure did pass unanimously. Also, a change in the county council meetings began today with the public forum for agenda items taking place before council members would take any votes. Councilwoman Shalonda Webb set the ground rules. A period of 45 minutes shall be set aside for the public forum agenda items order of business. Before I go any further, Mr. Clerk, do we have any registered speakers? No, ma'am. There had been much complaining when the public forum was moved to the end of the meetings with concerned speakers won't have their say until the items are already voted on. You'll be able to kayak all around Forest Park after a new phase of Forest Park Forever is finished. They plan to complete the linear waterway system focusing on the eastern edge of the park. Ted Spade, founding partner at SWT Design and Landscape Architecture. The actual uh, final plan uh, today uh, envisions uh, restoring Bow Lake itself. It silted in quite a bit. Uh, some of you may know seven pools that was built during the CCC period. Uh, that is being restored to its uh, original uh, look. 
um, and improve uh, that and the bridge itself. There's a limestone bridge there that was in uh, very poor condition and that has been restored as well. Uh, Jefferson Lake itself, uh, again, has had a lot of shore erosion. Uh, it's hard to get to. Uh, we want to improve fishing access to the edges besides the, uh, the dock that's out there now. And then the Oxbow area is the piece that has not been completed as of yet either. The plan got approval from the city's preservation board this week. There's a lot going on when it comes to public transit in the region. Citizens for Modern Transit's Kim Sella. There is construction underway in Illinois on the expansion of Metrolink to the Mid-America St. Louis Airport with access to new job centers like the recently opened Boeing facility. We have also this month been focusing on security updates to the system and the impact of the quarterly service changes on our riders today. That was how she introduced a meeting today, giving an update on the north side, south side Metrolink extension. The route through the city has mostly been decided, but there are four options still being considered for the county part of the alignment. Stay up to date by hitting that subscribe button on STL All Local, wherever you get your favorite podcasts.